Welcome back to the PDR Coach Podcast. Uh, it's just me today, and I'm just going to talk about the state of the industry and <laughs> the way I see it. Um, I haven't done an episode like this in, I don't know, probably since like the first five or ten episodes that I did, uh, probably over a year ago. Um, and things have changed. Obviously, the world is different. Uh, customers see things differently. Um, supply chain is a problem. Dealerships have less vehicles, etc. Um, and so I just want to give you guys my thoughts because I've talked to several of you over the last year or so. And um, so some people say that I help them with perspective on the industry and how to think about the business and how to think about um, what to do going forward. So I figured I'd share it with all you guys and see if I can help somebody um, see business in a different way. Um, so the world is different. If you have uh, built a business off of dealerships, you're in a different scenario now, right? Uh, <clears throat> if, you used to, if you used to fix 100 cars a week, um, at the same dealers that you have for the last seven, eight years, uh, those same dealers more than likely don't have those hundred cars for you to fix. Um, some dealers have been kept kept up, maybe even surpassed their normal amount because they don't have new cars, so they're actually buying more used cars. But that seems to be um, abnormal. Most people have bought less cars and have made more profit per car, laid people off, whatever whatever they had to do. So. Uh, what do you do in that situation, right? And <clears throat> what do you do in that situation? Um, if you built your business off body shops, um, if your body shops are anything like my body shops, that is, work has picked up a lot. Um, people didn't drive for a long time and work from home and now they're driving and they forgot, <laughs> I guess, how to drive or something. But some of my body shops are busier than they have ever have been over the last 10 years of me servicing them. Pair that with the fact, again, supply chain issues, not supply chain of cars themselves, but supply chain of parts is an issue for them. Um, and then the retail sector uh, is going to be different, has somewhat been different and will continue to be different over the next year or two. So two ways to look at it. Stimulus has helped a lot of people with disposable income that is stopping has or, or slash has already stopped. Um, but on the other side of the coin, maybe less disposable income for some people, but the people that are doing well are doing maybe better than they ever have been. And if they want to buy a new car, sometimes you actually can't. So you, the play for retail may be to, um, play the fact that they can't buy a new car. So they need to take, or it's harder to buy a new car. It's $5,000 more than it used to be to buy a new car, whatever the exact numbers are. Maybe it's time that they take care of their car, spend a thousand bucks between dent repair and touch up and that interior issue or whatever, and keep that car for a few more years until that market stabilizes a little bit. So a couple things to think about when trying to make decisions for next year. We're in the Q4 of 21, so we're kind of thinking, you know, a little bit about 2022. How do we stay busy? How do we keep our guys busy? How do we grow our business? All that kind of stuff. A couple ways to look at it. Do you charge more? Because there's less cars, do you charge more, right? Do you raise your retail prices? Do you raise the have has it been a long time since you raised the prices at the wholesale 
lots that you that you have serviced for many years. Now is the best time ever to raise your prices at a wholesale lot. Um, everything, the prices of everything are going up, so it's not abnormal for your prices to go up. If you would have tried to, tried to raise prices a year ago or two years ago, it may have, may have looked like you're just trying to make more money. You're doing this. You're doing the same thing for me, um, and now you just want more, want more money for it. That may may have been the uh, <clears throat> feeling that that the dealerships got at that time. But at this time, with uh, inflation being being what it is, three percent, five percent, ten percent, however you want to cut it. I don't know the exact rules on inflation, but I think gas is not involved in there and food or something something weird like that where it's like the real inflation number is actually a lot higher than than um, the, what the number, the government number that they tell you is. So we all feel it. We all know it's true. That's not stopping. Uh, with dollar printing and supply chain shortages, that is a recipe for inflation. Um, if you're ever going to raise prices, now is the easiest time to do so. I did it at multiple dealers myself, and it was understood across the board um, that it had to happen. Um, not just trying to make more money off of them, because uh, I feel like I want to make more, but it was necessary to keep up with the rest of the world. So <clears throat> there's that thought. And then I'd ask yourself, if you are going to raise prices, what can you um, do to add value? Um, at one of my dealerships, just as a tip, I'm not going to give everything away that I do at all times. Um, unless you want to join one of the groups I'm in, that's where I give everything away. But I try to try to give away as much as I can on the podcast, but not, not all of my, all of the things that I do. Uh, but one of the things I did at one of my dealers that I thought would help somebody, um, I think I put on my stories the other day, but, uh, I, we use our CRM system to, um, track inbound leads. Uh, what I did was set the manager up um, in my in our tracking system and said, "Hey, if you ever are trading in a vehicle or, or buying a car um, and you want to know if we can fix a dent, just text this number uh, and we will let you know if we can fix it." Right? Either a yes or a no or a, I'm not sure. Um, but if I were to fix it, here's the price. So they are buying, most of my dealers now are buying stuff that they've never bought before. (laughs) As far as cars, they're selling cars that have higher mileage on them than they have before. Um, they're selling cars that buying cars that are maybe a little bit more rough than they would have a year or two ago where they would have just straight up wholesaled that car. But now it's like, okay, can I keep this? Um, if I were to keep it, how much is it going to cost me to recondition it to put on the front lot? So he asked that question a lot. And I told him, cause I, I went to the dealer the other day and he, he, he had me look at three cars. Like if you can fix this, I will keep it. If you can't fix it, I will wholesale it. <laughs> it's basically exact like, charge me what you need to charge me. But here, here's the situation. Um, and so I said, I think it would be best if you knew this before you bought the car. And he's like, I agree with you. (laughs) I'm like, okay, here's what you do. Take a picture, send it in. I can't guarantee you that every time I'll be able to tell you, obviously pictures aren't everything, but we, we know, right? We can see it. We can tell like, Hey, can I make this? What are the chances I can make this thing wholesale quality at least, right? At least maybe make it perfect. Maybe I can make it perfect. Maybe I can make it passable for sure for an 80,000 mile car, whatever. So that was one of the tips I did for for them. Um, was said, hey, you know, we'll get back to you pretty much within the hour of at any time of day. We have multiple people on that CRM system that get pictures, so someone will get back to you and say, hey, yeah, we can fix it, or whatever. Um, 
so that's just thinking outside the box um, in business. Uh, things things are changing. Uh, like I said before, I don't know how better way to put it. Uh, things are changing. Actually, things are always changing. These ones are just more glaring and more um, uh, affect the car market more than things have in a long time. You know, um, the car market will come back. It seems like everybody's saying 2023. So it's about a year, year and a half away. But in the meantime, what are you going to do? Are you going to um, charge higher prices at your dealerships um, and retail? Are you going to pursue uh, getting more body shop work? Body shops need us more than ever because of supply chain shortages on parts. So you're going to go that direction. Are you going to use leverage the relationships you have in your wholesale accounts and add an additional service? Whether it's a, a, a paint correction, a PPF, touch up, uh, windshield chips, keys, tires, whatever. Whether you do it or you bring someone else in to do it, partner, and you use you leverage those relationships you have at the dealerships to bring in more revenue to your business. Um, is is that your option? Um, those are the questions that I would be asking myself going into Q4 um, and going into 2022, which will be different. Um, things change on a rapid pace, things that are out of our control. Um, and I'll touch on that for, for a little bit. Um, politics is what it is. It frustrates me as much as the next guy or girl out there. Um, especially when it comes to controlling what people do with their personal businesses, that's really when it pisses me off, um, or with their, with their, uh, medical decisions. (laughs) So, um, the government is what it is. They, they may, they're in it for themselves, um, pretty much across the board. Um, they make decisions that. Uh, affect us and our small businesses and our personal lives because it helps them win an election, but it hurts us with taxes or shutting down our business or COVID restrictions or vaccine mandates or travel mandates or whatever. Um, what I would say to you is, and what I, what I do uh, personally in my little tiny, tiny slice of the world with our several technicians in our one little spot in California is uh, do what I think is right for my family and business. Um, so sh- shutdowns, um, if they happen again, it's a choice. Um, mandates, if they happen again, it's a choice. Um, or if they continue to happen, it's a choice. Uh, we can choose to leave the state, we can choose to obey that law. We can choose to not obey the law. Um, all choices have consequences, but it is always a choice. So a little bit of a tangent there, but 2022, there will be more surprises. There will be probably be more stimulus passed that hurts our dollar. There will probably be uh, more inflation. There will probably be more mandates that piss off 90% of uh, the dent community, as far as I know, and there'll probably be more of that, but can you grow your business in during that? Yes. Can you choose to do what's right for your business, your family during that? Yes. Can you take care of your dealerships, body shops, and retail customers during this time? Yes. Um, and that kind of leads me into a little bit of another discussion that if you made it this far in the podcast as a bonus, 
that quite frankly, not everybody will probably make it this far into the podcast. So <laughs> if you did, thanks for listening um, so far. And now I'm going to talk about uh, putting yourself out there in the world and what it can do for you. Um, and a little bit of that starts with social media, in my opinion. Um, a couple of years ago, I decided, made a conscious effort to, I have a love hate relationship with social media. Everybody knows that Instagram and Facebook were down recently. Um, Monday on the, uh, October 4th. And it was kind of awesome. Honestly, <laughs> I didn't go on them and I was like, eh, you know, I didn't miss out on anything. I think I feel my life is still okay. But anyways, a couple of years ago, I made a conscious decision to use social media to make more people aware of who I am, the business that I have and how I could potentially help them. Um, I started a podcast around that time, a little bit after I started doing the social media stuff, probably six months after, um, as another outlet to meet people, to create connections in the industry, to network with a lot of people that I wanted to network with. And I wanted a reason to do so. So what better reason than to come on the pod PDR coach podcast and tell your story, right? Um, and I wanted to hear that. Like, I want to hear those stories. I want other people to hear the stories. And I also wanted to connect with these people. Uh, so using social media to tell the world and other people around in the industry, who you are and what you do and how you can help them, how you can help and the ideas that you have, um, I think is very important. I think if you want to grow as a business, uh, grow as a business person, um, grow in the industry, meet more people, um, make a difference, make a change. If that's something that you do want to do someday. And that is something I always wanted to do in this industry. I just didn't know, I didn't know how to go about doing it. And so what I did was started, I started talking on social media. I started interacting with people. I started going to MTE. I started a podcast. I started calling people. I started commenting on people's posts. I started joining all the Facebook groups. I started doing all that stuff. Um, and the unique thing that happens, and I've heard this said before in, you know, whether you call it self-help or you, uh, or, or quotes or memes, but sometimes you, you don't know what can come of doing that. Putting yourself out there would be a way like putting, like doing social media posts and stories and, and maybe saying stuff that people disagree with and accepting those comments and being controversial and doing all those things. Um, you don't know what's going to come of that stuff. Um, but what you do know is if you do nothing, nothing will happen. So if you do something, what can happen? So I wish someone would have told me this five years ago, but I started it two years ago. Um, doing something new, putting yourself out there, creating content, um, whether it's a podcast, YouTube, um, a PDR interviews show, uh, uh, social media stuff, uh, speaking at MTE, uh, having a workshop, having a tech meetup, whatever it is, it, it doesn't, it doesn't need to be the way I did it or the way other people have, d have done it. Is there, is there a, uh, s some way some people have created online training platforms. Some people have trained people in person. So like there, there's so many different ways to do it. And some I didn't even say, and I'm sure I'll think of later, but what unique skill can you offer to the industry and to other people 
um, that you need to start doing that you aren't. And you're not putting yourself out there because you're scared to do it because it's awkward. It feels weird. People are going to judge you. People are going to say it's silly. And trust me, all of that stuff happened. I've never been a big social media person, never posting on social media. Then all of a sudden I decided to start doing that. Family, friends, people close to me. It's like, oh, Corey, you know, whatever. You can you can fill in the blanks on that. Okay, I don't need to go down that down what was said to me um, during that time. But here's what did happen. Here's what did happen. Um, I stuck with it. I consistently posted. I consistently helped people. I consistently did stories. Consistently did podcasts. Um, I have uh, created business partnerships out of that. I have grown my business in multiple ways. I have coached technicians all over the all over North America. I have been invited to mastermind groups. I have been invited to one-on-one events. I have been invited to do speaking engagements at different things, MTE and more stuff to come. Um, and and I have been asked to purchase businesses from other people. Um, all, all of those things happened because I started putting myself out there because I, I showed other people what I knew. That's it. And it's, it wasn't from an, an ego filled perspective. It wasn't that I'm better than them. It wasn't that I know more than them. And this is just, this is what I know. And if you know something that I don't, I'd love to hear it and implement it in my business and grow. Right. That that's the approach that I've taken. That's the approach that I take in life. And I try to put myself out there. And when you do put yourself out there, um, you don't, you don't know what will come back to you when you put yourself out there to help people and actually care about people and actually help them grow their businesses and share tips and spend time doing whatever it is you're doing podcasts, writing a blog, writing a book, right? Whatever it is, you don't know how it's going to come back to help you. But the last year and a half or two, I can tell you that if I had not done what I've done with the podcast, with the social media, with anything, I would not be where I am today. I would not be in the groups I'm in. I would not know the people I'm in. I would not have the business partnerships I'm in. I would not have the uh, business deals that I currently have uh, in in my life at all. Um, so I'd encourage you, as you look at how to change your business through Q4 and into 2022 and, and what you're going to do about your business, um, retail, body shop, dealership, whatever, however you're going to handle that, I'd ask yourself, what, what can you do to, to put yourself out there in the industry as well? What skill or ability do you have that not a lot of other people have that you can actually help people? Can you make dent repair videos? I've given a bunch of different ideas in here. What can you do that you haven't done yet because you don't know what the payoff is? And you won't know what the payoff is, but I can tell you the more you do that, the more you put yourself out there in the world, the more you learn from other people, the more groups you join, the more uh, interactions you have with other people that can teach you stuff, the more opportunities in life and business that will come to you. And it may seem like luck or it may seem like... uh, It may seem like it came out of nowhere, but it didn't. It came from you being present and being having those conversations and putting yourself out there and doing what you can to help other people 
because when you do that, those people in turn want to be in relationship with you. They want to uh, help you as well. So as you think about, um, and this is a very rambly podcast. I totally admit that 20 minutes of ramble. Um, I don't have an outline for this. This is just a lot of stuff that's been on my mind, state of the industry, uh, the state of where I am right now, what's going on in my life, what, uh, what opportunities I have in front of me and, and, and why they're there. And I feel like I wish I had someone telling me this stuff. Um, so I'm going to tell you, (laughs) so hopefully there's some value in this. Um, if you guys have any questions for me, want to talk further about something, feel free to reach out to me. Um, on Instagram or Facebook. You guys know where to find me. It'll be in the outro if you don't. Um, and also, I don't ask this live. I have a pre-recorded thing at the end that asks for it. If you guys uh, get value from this podcast, it would be fantastic if you gave me a review. Um, I think I have 40 or so, and it'd be, you know, collecting reviews is great. It helps people find it. Um, it gives legitimacy to what I'm doing. And honestly, for, for me, it, it helps me know that I'm actually out there helping people. So if you guys want to take a quick second and go on Apple iTunes and give a review, that'd be awesome. Um, that's it. So that's my state of the union, state of myself, state of uh, what I think you should <laughs> Uh, A little bit of the world, politics, all that stuff. So a little rambly. Hopefully you guys uh, got some value out of it. And we'll see you next week.